Cal here from the Morning Show with Cal and Friends, bringing you today's show in a podcast format. I've been told that since some people can't listen to it during work, they can listen to it at home, on the drive, just to get some information what's going around in town. Today we had Miss Amanda Davis, the PR director from the Alta School Board, come in and let us know about their decision making on when to close school down, and of course some other updates going around in the schools. We had Rick Hammock from Main Street Altas come and let us know that we will be having a rock and rumble this year. Very exciting times. You know, of course, we had our national days of joke of the day, news of the weird, and tell me something good. Guys, thanks for listening. Cal here sign off 107.9 KEYB. Good morning, Texoma. I'm Cruz, and you're listening to my dad, Orlando, on 107.9 KEYB. Good morning, Texoma. Cal here. The Morning Show with Cal and Friends on 107.9 KEYB. I hope you're warm right now. It's 22 degrees right now. Today's high will be 30. A 13% chance of snow so far. It feels like 11 degrees outside right now. I was wearing pants to the gym this morning. That's how cold it was. And I normally just wear shorts no matter what. But it was too darn cold this morning. Uh, If you're just waking up and you live in Mangum and Granite, there's no school today, guys. No school. I think you have virtual still. But you don't have to go to school. Uh, I I feel bad for the kids waiting at the bus stop. Ugh. We'll talk to Amanda Davis about that later on when it comes up, when she shows up at 7.30, 7.40-ish. If she don't show up today, back to question marks. We're going to have a guest coming in later on today to talk about the Rock and Rumble, which will be back, starting back up in May. We didn't have it last year due to COVID reasons. Hopefully everything stays calm and numbers go down so we can have it. It's a great event. Everybody shows up. A lot of people from out of town. It's good for our community to bring all that, that money in to help our businesses and, and whatnot to keep it going. Oh. It's going to be cold all day today. Weather Channel says a certain, and you go to other websites, it's even worse. I didn't know it was supposed to be bad, and I woke up this morning at 4, and it wasn't bad at all. Hopefully it stays its way. Hopefully it just stays cold and not iced over and we don't lose power and whatnot. Knock on wood right there. My luck, I just jinxed us all. Sorry guys. Really am. Really. If it does happen that way. Like I just mentioned before, Amanda Davis from the Alto Scoreboard will be here later on. <clears throat> Sorry about that. The weatherman should be here as well. And Rick Hammond to talk about the rock and rumble that is coming up. In May, 
We're almost halfway through February. Tomorrow we're drawing a winner for our Valentine's giveaway. We'd like to thank the following sponsors. Black Orchid, Red Dirt Antiques, Carrie Salon and Boutique and Snyder, Holiday Inn Express and Suites of Altus, KEYB, KGOK, The Big Dog of Classic Rock, KKRE, Dockery Hernandez, Val's Homespun Mercantile, Crown Jewelry, The Plaza, and Aricelas. Thank you so very much. Good luck to everybody who's already entered and who is about to enter this morning as well. Today's National Days of are brought to you by Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Megan Tomorrow stars today. National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. Yuck. National Flannel Day. National Home Warranty Day. Teddy Day. And Umbrella Day. Ella. Ella. Hey, oh, sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> Those are your National Days of brought to you by Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Megan Tomorrow stars today. Head over to our Facebook page, and our question of the day is, what is not a fun fact? What is not a fun fact? I can't think of any right now, but when I do, I'll put it on there. Just random music today. No two for Tuesday. No throwback. Later on in the show, we'll pick a year for our throwback Thursday. That's always fun. You guys, don't forget to call in, nominate your sweetheart. <coughs> Man, sorry about that. This came out of nowhere. Uh, bundle up, get that car roamed up, still leave that faucet dripping. Make sure your fur babies are inside. And if your plants need to be inside, move them on in. That is your PSA from Cal from 107.9 KYB. I'm going to go hit the the button to start commercials and get some toe tapping music to get that blood flowing because it's cold out there. We'll be right back here on the morning show with Count Friends on 107.9 KEYB. And we're back here on 107.9 KYB, The Morning Show with Cal and Friends. It is 7.36 on your Swatch Watch or cellular device. Everybody should be getting up and going to school, except for your man mangum and granite people. Kids, stay safe, stay warm. Play some Xbox, watch some TV, relax. Unless you have your virtual learning, and yes, you got to do that. But a good morning, by the way, to the kids going to school that I know of. Kinley Kohler. Brian and Bo Elrod, Hudson and Grayson Wilmis, Brindley Harrison, Cruz Drevin and Turner out there in Mountain Park, Oklahoma, Dakota, McKenna and Addison Grace, Dakota and Cheyenne out there in Mangum, Oklahoma, Julie, Jamie, Dustin out there in Hollis, America, and everybody else. Have a great morning on your way to school, to work, or back home, or whatever you're doing today. Stay at home parents, just as hard a job as everybody else does. Don't you forget it. We're going to go to commercial break, catch up, have another song, and we should be back here with Miss Amanda Davis, maybe, hopefully, here on 107.9 KEYB.
And we're back here on 107.9 KYB, the morning show with Cal and friends. And I got a friend in studio, finally, after a week hiatus, we have Miss Amanda Davis from the Alta School Board. Good morning, Ms. Davis. Good morning. All right, so um, we're going to jump right into your your school stuff. Uh, but before I do that, I have a couple questions that I know people may want to know. Okay. The weather's getting bad. Yes. Will there be any updates on? Because right now, we, as even as you know, it's getting worse out there. It's getting slick. Some schools already closed down. Will the school board be making a decision today about anything for the rest of the week? Because I know it's already a short week. It is a short week. Um. So the way that the way that that works for the listeners that don't know or may have some questions, the way that works is we try to make all decisions. The day of. So, yes, you know, we really watched closely yesterday. We thought we could make it to school today. Um, if we can be in school, you know, Mr. Warbus, we're going to try to be in school. If any decisions are made today during the day, the process will be we will alert our um, media outlet. So we'll give you a call. And um, then also we'll send a parent notification out that says, and it's usually a voice message. So if you get a call that looks like it's a 481 um, number, You'll get a voice call from the school saying school's closed, you know, buses will run at this time, pick up your students by this time, that kind of thing. Um, if, if any decisions are made later in the week, then those will also go out as a voice call. We usually don't do a text with those. We usually do an actual voice call. Yeah. And so we, we consider um, definitely road con- conditions, but then we also look at, can we keep our kids in school? Can we get them a hot meal in their bellies before we send them home? Uh, those kind of things. Uh- we're talking off here, like, my concern, and same as yours, is the kids waiting for the school buses. That wind's howling. It's drizzling. We don't want them to get sick or, you know. No, that's, that's exactly yeah. right. Um, It's also a parent's choice. Um, If they, you know, if, if it's like this and your kid is on the, rides a bus and you don't feel like it's safe or whatever, then you all um obviously have the option to keep your kid at home or let the school know that they're not there today because, you know, they couldn't get to the bus stop and those kind of things. So. Yeah, it should be counted against them, yeah, because it's pretty bad. If it's, right. Yeah, yep. it, it would be an unexcused absence. Well, that's awesome to hear. Um, what else you want to talk about? I, was, I have to get that away because I know that's one thing people are... Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, look, you look on the discussion page, people are like, there's outs canceling schools and this, that, and the other. So, so in the process for that is we usually, um, in the steps, so I usually get the phone call from Mr. Orbis that says, hey, this is, this is the plan. We're going to cancel... Or we're going to let out early or whatever that may be. And so my first step is to send out the voice call to parents. And then we notify our, our um, media outlets. We even call um, KW, um, sorry, KSWO and Lawton so that they can post it as well. And then the very last step that I do is actually post on Facebook. It gets posted, but that's the last step in the order of it. I've got it down to where we can usually do all of that in about nine minutes oh, man. so so within nine minutes it should be on our facebook pages um and we will notify we'll put it on all the school sites not just the altus public schools page but on all school pages so hopefully if you know one way or the other there's a way to get the information out to parents and, and y'all usually do a great job anyways about that yeah it's always yeah we try we want our parents to be informed and try to be as transparent and i as see why y'all wait to not saying the last minute but i see why y'all take y'all's time to make that decision because you don't want to rush and make a decision and then boom, it's y'all could have, kids could have been to school and got a hot meal. Right. Yep. With it being a long weekend, I think that's something else that we've got to consider this week. It's, it's a long weekend. So it's a four day weekend. You know, we have parent teacher conferences on Thursday 
and then Friday and Monday we're, we're out. So we're looking at students who are not going to be in our schools for four days. Um, we don't know their conditions, all of our students' conditions at home as far as do they have heat. It's very cold. So is it better for them to be in school with a hot two hot meals a day, those kind of things? So we have to weigh all of our options and consider the best needs for all of our students as make, when we're making a decision. Okay, awesome. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? So as I mentioned, we do have parent-teacher conferences. Um, they are Thursday from 3.30 to 9.30. And most of your lower elementary, primary, early childhood, elementary, I think they try to schedule out their uh, appointments so that te- um, parents aren't backing up. The one thing that we're asking right now because of COVID and some of our restrictions is either one child, one parent, or two parents go in. If you have a specific reason that you need to have more adults with you at that time, you just need to make arrangements or let your principal and your um, teacher know we, we can be flexible, but we really ask for consideration of others that, you know, one child, one um, parent or two parents per child. And then obviously we're going to have to wear masks. Yep during parent-teacher conferences. Uh, um, I never had an issue with AECC. Uh, Addie's mom works all the, you know, different hours than I do. I'm more flexible. Uh, Ms. Greb. Yes. She's always like, I can see you at this time and mom and, and vice versa. She's yes. she's really good. I'm sure other teachers are like that as well. So with divorce families, that's, yeah. That's awesome to hear. We appreciate when our teachers do work with our families and, and help make it easier on you because we know, like you said, you work different hours. And so we try to accommodate the best we can. If you can't get in this week, um, there's, you can always make a special arrangement to get in during their planning time or maybe one day after school next week. So that's one thing we'll look at with weather as well. If we do close school on Thursday for any reason, then there, then we will have to reschedule parent conferences because we won't come back up that evening right, for yeah, parent oh yeah. conferences. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. won't get out in the, that late at night. So, um, so that we've got that coming up. And then again, the four day weekend, we're not in school on uh, Friday and we're not in school on Monday. Um, we have just some shout outs to kind of give out. We have some um, awesome activities that have that have been very successful. Our swimming. <laughs> I want to make sure it's right. Yeah. <laughs> Our Altus boys swimming won regionals last week and they're going back to state. And then the girls actually placed runner up at a regionals as well. And so they're going to go back to state. So, um, you know, that swimming program is amazing as well. Your coaches for the swim teams have been awesome for the past six years that I know of. Yes. Always turning out state champions or going to state. Yes. Yeah. So coach wig actually, um, Linda Wigginton. I think everybody knows there was Coach Wig around Altus, but Coach Wig actually started with the program back in the 80s, and she has been here ever since. That's kind of her program and her baby, and she's a legend. Is that the name after her? Yes, at the Linda Wigington Aquatic Center uh, a couple years ago. I thought maybe it's because the person passed away. No, actually, it was because she is one of the, she was the original coach. She, and when they first built the pool and started working on all of that, Coach Wig was the first one. She's the first coach and we still have her. And so. That's awesome. Yeah. She's a legend in Oklahoma swimming for sure. And we are so proud to get to have her. And Coach Shive does an amazing job. Um, He's kind of her right hand and he works for the city of Altus and is the in the recreation department right um and so he's at the takes care of the swimming pool and makes sure that it's totally ready and for our kiddos but yeah so and, they had a great week and then somebody broke a record right yes um coach Shive's son actually set a, a new record in um and i don't know exactly what but event it was, it was yeah. in but state record nonetheless it, it, yeah it was a record nonetheless so <laughs> pr ex- director <laughs> exciting time <laughs> 
Every week. Every week you find a way to bring it up. Um, also, we had um, Oklahoma Secondary Sports Association, OSSAA, which mm-hmm. is the governing body for um, high school athletics, held their first ever girls wrestling state tournament. And so we actually had some girls participate from Altus, some ladies. And so we were super excited to be a part of that. We we got in on the very front of um, girls wrestling in Oklahoma the first year that, you know, it was they were able to have a program. Mr. Orvis said, yes, we're going to do that in Altus. And so we um, it was a regional championship. I'm sorry, state hasn't happened yet. But Beyonce Coronado at the. Uh, 100 pound weight and she won the um, OSSA regional girls wrestling championship and so she's going to get to go to state the first ever state tournament for girls wrestling in Oklahoma that's so awesome so that is awesome we had several junior high girls as well that did really well at state um Natalia Martinez Aubrey Brown Zoe Rogers all placed at junior high state and so that's exciting to have our girls um First time for the program and have girls be really successful. Yep. And then, of course, your archery is kicking butt. They are. They are doing a great job. You know, it's a wonderful program. They started uh, three years ago. This is the third year of archery. We started at the intermediate school and then expanded to the junior high. And those students are are really doing a great job. I think the fifth grade. So the way that the national archery is divided, it's third through fifth grade, sixth through eighth grade, and then ninth through twelfth. And so we have an intermediate school team that is just fifth graders. We have an intermediate school team that's just sixth graders. And then we have a junior high team of seventh and eighth graders. And I um, believe the fifth grade team is ranked first or second nationally now. I haven't checked it Man. since the last tournament, but they're ranked nationally. And um, the other the other two teams are na- ranked nationally as well, but they're not quite as high as the second in the nation or first in the nation. So, Look about this. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a Bulldog, and especially in these new sports that, you know, it's not – we, we look at the history of, of the swim team and how wonderful they've been in the tradition there. And then it, we look at the newer um, sports that we've added, like girls wrestling and the archery activities. And you think, okay, maybe we're going to, we're building that tradition for years to come in those programs. Just as like well. volleyball. Yes. Yep, yep. Speaking of volleyball, yep. there is a <laughs> volleyball clinic on Friday and it's open for um, all age ranges. I'm actually going to look it up because you threw me off and I thought I knew. And then I'm going to give you the wrong information and you're going to make fun of me again. PR director. Here we go. Okay. So we have a volleyball clinic on Friday, um, the 12th. And that is weather permitting, of course. And it will be at the Altus. Um, junior high? It is at the junior high. Coach Maggie Sassy, you can contact her. Um, it's fifth through eighth grade from nine to eleven a.m. and ninth through eleventh grade um, from one to three p.m. Actually, it's not at the junior high; it's at the Altus, the high school blue gym. So the big blue metal gym, yeah, by the right the, across the, the field. Yeah. Yes, um, ten dollars is all it costs. And like I said, fifth through eighth grade, nine to eleven, and then eleventh, ninth grade through eleventh grade is one to three. So, okay, uh, somebody sent me a question. Okay. Uh, school will excuse your absence today if it's cold just for for uh kids who ride the bus or just kids in general if it's too cold like what's the well i think it's if if they're if they are walking to school or if they ride the bus if they just call and call 
the the secretary and say, you know, it was too cold for me to put the kid on the bus today or whatever. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, I hope so. No, if they if you're a driver, you know you got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Car rider. There we go. There we go. Not uh, unexcused for car rider. Excuse for buses and kids who walk. Yeah. Okay, I think <laughs> I I think I've think, given you all the right? information that I've yeah. got. Are you so you're good to go? I'm good to go. Oh, so you know what's next then? Yes. Our national days are brought to you by Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics making tomorrow stars a day. National cream cheese, bro. Some of those kids that won state for cheerleading came from Whitaker's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I'm pointing in general, not at yeah. you. <laughs> I, like when I think I snap yes. and I feel so bad because I'm, like, I'm at a restaurant, I'm like, oh, and I feel bad because like, I'm talking to the server and I'm like, oh, and I feel bad. That's Horrible, funny. Because I'm not trying to snap I'm a them. pointer too, though, and I'll point and they're like, you're pointing in the wrong direction. Yeah. And I'm like, well, in my mind, it's right there. It's exactly. Yep. <laughs> like I'm going to go north. I'm pointing <laughs> to the heavens. <laughs> National Flannel Day, National Home Warranty Day, Teddy Day, and Umbrella Ella Ella Day. Those are your natural days of. You know what's next, Miss Amanda Davis? Joke of the Day, sponsored by Dockety Hernandez. Dockety Hernandez. Go over there and get you some Thrust Letcher cake. Miss Davis will today, probably. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. <laughs> 101 North Hudson. I'm really hungry. Mr. Kevin Cryer, we'll, uh, we'll get your phone call in a little bit. All right, so I, I got a couple jokes. Do you have a couple jokes ready? I have, yes. Do you have a couple jokes? All right, let, let me go first. Even though you're the guest, I'm going to go first. Okay, that's great. Get, get yours nice and ready. I got to make sure my buttons are ready to go, too, as well. Uh, man, where where's it go? Did I lose it? There we go. All right, you ready? I'm ready. I told my teddy bear it was cute. It plushed. <laughs> that was better than the ones I'm finding. What, what do you call a teddy bear who rides a bike everywhere? I don't know. What do you call a teddy bear that rides a bike everywhere? Sweeney the Pooh. Like a swin? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you got? What do you got? What do you get if you cross a skunk with a teddy bear? What? Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> What do polar bears have for lunch? What? Icebergers. Oh, I like that. A man was spotted carrying several stolen flannel shirts and scarves, as well as two gallons of cider. When stopped by the police, the man claimed that he was just a fall guy. (laughs) That might be my favorite of the day. (laughs) You got one more? You got one more? No. I told you I was short today. All right. So I got got one more. Okay. Why are teddy bears never hungry? I don't know why our teddy bears never hungry. Because they're always stuffed. <laughs> the flannel <laughs> one's still my favorite. <laughs> Joe Day was sponsored by Takiti Hernandez. Takiti Hernandez, 101 North Hudson. Before you go, Ms. Davis. Yes, sir. Before you go, what is a fun fact? What is not a fun fact? What is not a fun fact? Mm-hmm. About anything or about myself? Anything. Yep. A few examples. That nothing in life is free. That you have to work to have nice things. That it's freaking cold outside. <laughs> yes, that. Yeah, that no matter what we do in life, we're all going to meet the same fate. Death. Never trust a fart after 30. 100% not a fun fact. <laughs> Crystal Davis, that is oddly specific. It is oddly specific, but it's 
probably kind of true. true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my husband always says sometimes I do what I want. The rest of the time I do what I'm told. Yeah. Even as an adult, because we have jobs, so mm-hmm. sometimes we do what we want, sometimes we do what we are told. Before I let you go, somebody always said, I didn't join the military because I, I don't like to be told what to do. You do that no matter what job you have. No matter. I <laughs> mean, even laws. We we stop at stop signs because we're told to. Yep. So, yeah. I, I never believed that. <laughs> that, that. That bull. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Miss Davis, for coming in today. Your jokes are pretty good, too. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we'll see you next week. Next week. And you're uh, now you're... Uh, Start back at zero. You had to come up two times in a row. No show. Two times in a row to get your question mark. Okay, so I don't have question marks. Nope. Yes. You have a good oh, day, Ms. Wow. Davis. You too. Well, uh, if any updates from the school board, she'll let us know. We'll post it on our page here on 107.9 KEYB. <laughs>
when we got there, turns out their hardworking staff were just preparing roughly 10,000 chicken wings for Super Bowl Sunday. We are very fortunate that this was the outcome. The fire department added, everyone, be safe and enjoy the big game. The restaurant would build itself as home of the Buffalo Wings. Thank the firefighters who came out. They made sure all was well. We fed a great picture the restaurant wrote on social media. While 10,000 wings may sound like a lot, Ronnie's wasn't the only restaurant almost exclusively, exclusively preparing chicken wings ahead of his, this year's Super Bowl. Before the game, the National Chicken Council predicted Americans would get a record 1.42 billion chicken wings on Super Bowl Sunday. Slaw chicken. I wonder if Val's keep up. Scott, can you keep up? 10,000 wings? Maybe. Maybe not. News weird could be brought to you by you. Remember, we didn't say it was weird. They made it weird. Now I want some chicken wings. It is Wednesday, right? Yes, it is Wednesday. Head over to Val's 69 cent wings at Val's. Tell them you know me and you may get charged double. Yeah, you might just get charged double. We are going to go take a commercial break. Play another song or two, and then we'll be back with our uh, Tell Me Something Good segment here on 107.9 KEYB. And we're back here on 107.9 KEYB. That was Midland, Drinking Problems, Edward Church, Springsteen. The song that put him on the map. He had songs before that, but this one really just boom. Blew up the Chief. Now we're singing the national anthem at the biggest game of the year. It is 8.30, bottom of the hour. 22 degrees, there's fog out there. 12% chance of snow. Please be careful driving out there. Producer Tracy went out there and says it's getting slick. Super, super, super slick. So, guys, please be careful driving, walking, doing whatever you need to be doing. Uh, we have a guest coming in a little bit, so let's get going with our next segment. Tell me something good. Brought to you by Sandstrong Fitness Center. Sandstrong Fitness Center. Head over there on Commerce. Ask about their fitness plan. Sandstrong Fitness Center over there on Commerce. And as always, Tell me something good. Teen with cerebral, pal cerebral palsy inspired Nike to make it new hands-free shoe. Nike has unveiled its first ever hands-free shoe, the Nike Go Fly Ease, which snaps right onto your feet. The shoe was designed for accessibility for those with limited range of physical abilities and is being praised for the accessibility. The design lets the wearer slip in and out of the shoe without bending over and to put them back on the wearer. To put them back on the wearer just slips in their foot and the shoe snaps back to form. It all started with a letter from a student with cerebral palsy. A six-year-old Matthew Walzer wrote Nike to explain, um, made, it, made tying shoelaces extremely difficult and implored them to be the forerunner in producing athletic shoes that will make the difference in quality of so many lives. This inspired the designer to work on a prototype that would make it fit. Toby Hatfield, the shoe designer, said it's the company's first hands-free shoe and it could be for anyone. While goals made for people who have difficulty tying their laces, that could be anyone from a pregnant woman in her third trimester 
To an older adult with arthritic hands, Nike believes its laceless design will resonate with anyone who would like to slip into their shoes with more ease. Halffield worked with Walzer on a prototype over the years until it was ready. Walzer said in his letter, his dream was to go to college without having to worry about someone coming to tie my shoes every day. He said tying shoes was the only physical limitation he hadn't been able to overcome on his path to self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency, there we go. He was blown away. Uh, the shoe is available on a limited basis now and will be available widely for $120 later this year. One small step for Nike, one big step forward for accessible shoes. That's awesome. I like that there Nike's coming out there and helping people with some disabilities, not just for disabilities, like I said, pregnant women, uh, people with uh, arthritic hands or people who have bad backs and bend over, bad knees. Good for Nike. I know they're getting some grief over the years for their stance, but hey, you know, you can't fault them for this one. Do, uh, tell me something good brought to you by Stan Strong Fitness Center. Stan Strong Fitness Center. Head over there. Get on a health program. Get heart healthy. Summer's coming. Get that beach body ready. And we'll be right back with Mr. Rick Hammett, Hammock from uh, Main Street Altus. Well, 107.9 KEYB. You're listening to The Morning Show with Cow and Friends on 107.9 KEYB. <laughs> And we're back here on 107.9 KYB, the morning show with Cal and friends. Friend in studio, Mr. Rick Hammock from Main Street Altus. Good morning, sir. Morning. Uh, so big news, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, plans in the work for Rock and Rumble. You know, last year they canceled that one. They canceled the chili cook-off. Mm-hmm. Walking other, on chalk. Walking on chalk. Yeah, all that. So, and so this is back a step forward into, you know, normalcy a little right. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yep. it's been a big thing in Altus for the uh, Rock and Rumble for years. Yes, yeah, one of the the biggest weekends of the year in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this year will actually be May th- or April thirtieth and May first. Okay, right around the corner. Yeah, it'll be here before we know it. Any restrictions? Like anything you'll have in place for the Rock and Rumble? Uh, w- yeah, we'll know more uh, the closer it gets. Uh, you know, with what's going on with the COVID and everything, uh, it's kind of hard to say this far out. But that um, yeah, we're just we're planning on everything being uh, just going on as usual, uh, and then we'll take whatever precautions we have to take. Well, what events uh, you have lined up already? Uh, Friday night is going to be the big one. Uh, we're going to do Battle of the Bands Friday night. Um, and we're trying to get the word out now so uh, any bands, any singers can start getting getting ready, uh, start practicing, start getting warmed up. Um, it's going to be, uh, for the band, it's going to be a $100 entry fee. It's going to be $1,000 prize money. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, we're going to have, we're going to do it like we did last time. We're going to have the, uh, the wooden uh, tokens available for people to buy and vote for their favorite bands. Uh, then we're also going to have three judges there to kind of um, even things out. And then the, the favorite band will uh, uh, they'll win the prize money. 
And then, uh, of course, Saturday will be the, the Rock and Rumble. As usual, we'll have the uh, Burnout Contest. We'll have um, the, uh, the show. Um, as usual, we'll have the, and then the cruise that night. Awesome. Uh, are y'all going to have vendors and whatnot? Just like, Oh normal? yeah. Yeah. We'll have all the food vendors. Uh, we'll have some vendors there with, uh, the, um, you know, car stereos, the lights, you know, whoever, whoever wants to show up, we haven't got all the, li- the vendors lined up yet. Like I said, the planning just started. Um, so and I know people like hearing out once y'all put it on Facebook, people are already sharing it, talking yeah. about what they're doing. And I know there's a lot of other little small things that go on during the rock and rumble, you know, side, not from mainstream houses, but people throw their own little car show on the side and little racings on the things like that. Yeah. It's cool. It brings everybody in still. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have all the, the all up and down main street. We'll have the tailgate parties and everything as usual. And if you can't, if you don't want to come out, due to not feeling safe from the COVID reasons. We usually do a live feed of the parade and the, the burnout and whatnot. I think it's burnout, no, not the burnout, but just the parade of the cars going up down Main Street. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there'll be live feeds everywhere else on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, KWHW, I know they'll have a feed somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they'll like to make this big event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will be. I'm sure not having it last year, it'll be uh, probably bigger than normal. Now, so somebody paid for last year's entry fee, did they, did they roll over? or they- Yes. Yeah, the, the pre-registers from last year um, and the vendors that paid for last year, of course, they'll roll over. They are, they are good to go for this year's. And uh, then pretty soon we'll have the um, pre-registration cards ready. They'll be mailed out very soon. Um, we're getting posters uh, going, especially for the Battle of the Bands. They'll be getting out going pretty soon, but of course, any any information or questions you have, feel free to call Main Street Altus, and uh, they'll they'll be glad to answer any questions you have. The closer we get to the event, of course, we'll have you along more to talk about what's going on. And right, and yeah, I'll be I'll be back more often. We'll we'll have things more things ironed out. We're gonna, uh, in fact, we'll have a meeting uh, here in a couple of days to iron out more details for Battles of the Band. Um, We'll have uh, more meetings with uh, uh, vendors and uh, uh, entries for Rock and Rumble, all that kind of stuff. Um, we're gonna, I know one thing I'm excited about is we're having Diamondback Harley-Davidson. They're going to be coming in. They're going to bring their trailers, some bikes, and some merchandise. Uh, we're going to be set up in the parking lot across from NBC Bank. Um, we're going to have, um, hopefully we'll have the, uh, the low riders out there like we did a couple years ago that uh the girl that had the uh that little blue truck did the hop competition okay she'll be out there bouncing her truck around uh that'll be from neat. from out right from out julian uh-huh. yeah 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 yep so, she's she's a a national winner out there yeah 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 she's won awards with her truck yep. um and hopefully we'll have more entries for that as well i can't think of the name the, the their, their group name um just, uh, I'd I'd have I've got it written down. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> they they've always shown out those yeah. cars. They, they do amazing. She's what 13, 14 years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty, she's real young. Yep. Um, but that then, family that family's been doing it for years, and she just learned. Yeah, right. Yep. And we're hoping uh, that'll be something that grows as well. 
Um, and then also, um, not going to make any promises. I'm hoping to have, um, just for kicks for the burnout competition. We're hoping to have, um, uh, from Smith's Firestone, we're hoping to have one of the, uh, team Dr. Pepper, uh, drag cars out there to do a burnout oh, nice. just for the heck of it. Yeah. Just a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just for, not, not to be in the competition, yes. you know, of course, but, uh, just for the kicks. But uh, it's just going to be uh, it's just going to be a big, big time, a great weekend, and then we'll have uh, just a, a great time at the cruise. Of course, uh, from six to seven will be the closed cruise for the classic cars. Uh, no burnouts, no hydraulics, just the the old classic cars for people to look at and enjoy. And then after seven, it'll be the open cruise for all the, the burnouts and everybody that, that pays to, to go out and have a great time. Don't y'all usually do a dinner too? Or is that? Um, the, well, the, all the vendors will be out there for. No, though maybe you'll have like a, an event like for kids and you'll have like a spaghetti dinner. Maybe just no. different. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I got my other events mixed up. The, the <laughs> kids will have, they have their events on Friday. I know they do a, a power wheels cruise. Yes. Show and cruise. Uh, there's a Hot Wheels competition on Friday, um, and then I don't think they're going to have the uh, Pinewood Derby this year. We haven't heard anything about that. Uh, we are going to try to do uh, possibly a um, remote control uh, show, like maybe some kind of a, a race with the remote control vehicles or some kind of show. We're still trying to put that together, but we thought that might be kind of cool. Some of those... Uh, those little remote control cars are stupid fast. Yes, I, and some people invest a lot of time and money into yeah. that hobby. And there, yeah, there's a lot of money to be invested in that. Yes, I so. just, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't have, I don't have, I'm not that good with. My, yeah, the I'd wreck it. That, I'd yeah. wreck it in a heartbeat. They just and wipe out in a split second. M- money down the drain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, anything else, Mister Hammock? No, just uh, like I said, wanted to get the word out about Battle of the Bands and have people uh, start getting ready for that. I hope it's the country bandits show up i do too you, then you can't then you can't ask me to be a judge because i'm i'm pro country bandit okay <laughs> all right i'm joking here. <laughs> so yeah we're still lining out some of the judges greg strong um, let's go get out there yeah yep so it'll be good yes sir well thank you for coming in and then uh they Thanks said for the, having me. the closer the event gets just you know get a hold of us and we'll get you on and yeah. carve, up some, carve out some time for y'all to talk about right. what, what yeah I'll, I'll call you so every time we have some uh developments all right that's uh mr rick hammock from main street ounces talking about the rock and roll that's going to be coming back this year we're not going to say maybe we're going to say yes it's coming back. it's happening it's happening we'll take precautions we'll be safe but it, we'll have we'll have it yep all right any questions about that you can email main street Altus or 107.9's uh, facebook page and we'll get the answer right to you and we'll be back here at 107.9 keyb And we're back here, 107.9 KYB, the wrap-up portion of our show. We need a new sponsor. If you'd like to sponsor our wrap-up portion of the show, please give us a call, 580-482-1555. No more Apple. 
put downs unless it's another phone company that decides to sponsor us. T-Mobile, or our rabbit portion of the show, we had our National Days of. Joke of the day sponsor. Oh, sorry. National Days of brought to you by Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Now, joke today sponsored by Dr. Hernandez. Uh, Miss Amanda Davis was here to do jokes as well. We did teddy bear jokes and flannel jokes. She said the best one was the just the fall guy. We had our news of the weird. Uh, somebody thought a, a restaurant was on fire, but they were just making 10,000 buffalo wings for the Super Bowl. Our tell me something good segment. Uh, Nike made a shoe with cerebra- somebody with uh, cerebral palsy or other disabilities. Just put your foot in there. It wraps around your foot, and it's easy to take out. No laces. No laces. We had Rick Hammock from Main Street Altus to talk about the upcoming Rock and Rumble, Battle of the Bands, hopefully Greg Strawn, and the Country Bandits join so I can mark out and be excited to see my two favorite bands perform at the Rock and Rumble. I just eliminated myself from being a judge, probably. Uh, And that's pretty much it. Now, let's go on to birthdays. Let's just have some uh, background music. We just trying to catch a good time. Today's your birthday, February 10th, 2021. You're going to celebrate it with these following celebrities. Roberta Flack, the original singer of Killing Me Softly. Yeah. Lauren Hill and the Fugees, they did okay. They did okay. No Roberta Flack. Uh, Robert Wagner turns 91. George Stepanopoulos from Good Morning America turns 60. Elizabeth Banks, 47. Uza Aduba, Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black turns 40. Mm, would have been... Oh, but that's it. Yeah, and those are... Those celebrity birthdays. Now to our local celebrities. Uh, Brenda Laura. Kaysen McMains. Happy birthday. Uh, I also have uh, nobody. Uh, Danielle Dillon. One of my friends from the military. Turns 44. Hope she has a good day. <clears throat> uh, pay attention to Facebook. The news, social media, whatever. Just in case the outdoor schools decides to cut school short today or they cancel it tomorrow. It is a short week anyways. Tomorrow they're out of school after t- tomorrow's the last day of school. Then it's a four-day weekend. Parent-teacher conference. Wear your face mask when you go. One parent, if possible, if you need to make special arrangements. Oh, Mary Watkins, happy birthday out there from Mangum, Oklahoma. Yeah, so please be mindful. Please respect the rules that the school has put in place. You only make it harder for everybody else when you, you know, try to fight simple, simple rules. Wear your face mask. Real quick, before we go, we got the result in from the city council. Ward 1 went to John Womack. Ward number 2 went to Matt Rester. Ward 3 went to Terrence Filer. Uh, let's see here. The special proposition for the city of Duke passed easily. 78 yeas and 15 noes. Uh, 
to all the candidates who ran and who put themselves out there. And, you know, sorry you didn't win, but awesome that you're trying to get on a seat here to help make Altus grow. And you know, congratulations to the winners. Uh, Duke, congrats on passing that bill. Guys, remember to vote. I saw in the news that Lawton had one of their elections and only 1,600 people went out to vote for that hotel tax. 1,600 out of that big city. I hope the numbers were better here in Altus. If you don't vote, you have no say. Just remember that. Guys, tomorrow's our Throwback Thursday edition. Oh, I didn't get to pick a year. I'll just go pick one randomly out there. Uh, but yeah. So check your ego at the door and go be great here in front of the morning show on 107.9 KEYB.